From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors with your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Hey! Caught me off guard there. Welcome back, everybody. (laughs) It's The Big and Wild Outdoors. Hour number two. What the? Can't believe it already. It's uh, Brayden and Jonathan in the sw- in the uh, in the uh, Swindle Studio today. It's uh, you know hey, he's spread out, man. He's got the, all that room over there. He's not junk- jammed up between Bill George and Glenn. We're like, oh man, you got all this room in here. It's awesome. Yeah, we got the two full size trucks. And I'm telling you, and <laughs> compact car parking. Backed them right in here, man. Beep beep. Uh, we were looking at the uh, video. I don't know if you've seen it on Facebook. It's floating around. Uh, where, who? Chris Seaton had it on his. Well, I don't. I don't know what news agency was it. Fox, it said NBC, the Weather ABC, Channel. Weather Ch- oh, the Weather Channel. It said the Weather Channel is turning into CNN. They show the the guy who's out there broadcasting, of course, during the uh, Hurricane Florence. And you know the wind's whipping, and he's like holding, and he's like, oh, you know, and he's like trying to and hold all himself of a sudden up. They pan he's the a- shot back, and here comes two kids just walking by, looking at him like two kids in shorts and and, and flip flops, kind of looking back like, oh, you know, their hair's barely moving and stuff. And he's like, oh, like yeah, I'm against the wind, and I can't stand up anymore. Have you not seen that? Was that Jim Cantori? No, it wasn't him. I- I'm not sure. He I'm, wouldn't fake it, would he? Uh, <laughs> was it? Because that. I okay. hope not. He's their number one hitter, man. Yeah. I don't know if it, if it was him. That's going to drop him tremendously. Absolutely. I hope not. Well, and it's it, like one of them said in the comments itself. A uh, guy's like, "Oh well, it's five. There's five people lost their lives." Da, 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 and, and I'm like, Chris, we're not pointing out that that fact. Yes, it's sad, and Absolutely. we're praying for the folks out there. It's the fact of you're standing outside in 30 mile an hour winds acting like they're 150, 90, 90 mile an hour, you know? Well, it's kind of like the one, uh, the famous one where the girl was in the canoe. You remember that one where she's like, as you can see, the floodwaters are up and everything. And then these people and go, go walking, walking by, right by. And it's ankle deep. It's like, it's like, and the people oh just look at her gosh. like, it's like we could be using this time for more important. Exactly. News. Exactly. News. I mean, people, the news that they need, uh, you know, I, I I watched it with. Uh, Don't bring this up, but that one just popped up on my Facebook feed too. Oh gosh! <laughs> Sorry. You need to stop looking. You need better friends. You got to start cleaning out your friends list, dude. Uh, uh, I, I was gonna say, you know, we all look at the hurricane as different things, and uh, you know, people who are uh, animal lovers and all that kind of stuff. They always think about all the people who uh, were turning horses loose and the wild horses in North Carolina and how to do your pets and do all that stuff if you have to leave them behind. And the one thing I was thinking of was, dude, hunting season just got underway up there in South Carolina and North Carolina and all those areas. And think about all the money that's been put into uh, setting up food plots and getting one and done feeders up there and getting them hooked up and all the time, uh, you know, guys like Tom Free who, you know, spends a lot of time and money to make that done or just the guy you know who spent two thousand dollars to get it on some lease up there and now it's going to be under two or three feet of water and you don't know where to turn to when it comes to that stuff all you got to do is just kind of wait it out and see where uh, everything goes and if you can even get back into your lease and i know that you jonathan after elena 
uh, or what was the last one that we just had uh, that blew through here? I can't even remember them all anymore, but um, you had to go through that when you, because you were pretty new out there. Weren't you up there in Bluntstown when you were first getting well, things yeah, established property, and getting it done? It was the family property we've had for years, but we really, um, my family had kind of gotten, we we got new property probably back in the 90s. And the piece of property that we, we have now, we kind of, for lack of a better term, had leased it out a couple of times and stuff like that. So it wasn't as maintained as some of the other properties we had. And that was one of our issues we had when Irma came through and uh, a couple of the other ones in the fact of it just drowned everything. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's just the only way you can describe it is it it, it gets to the point to where, uh, I mean, and even right now with the rains we're having up there right now, there's a lot of places I don't have planted because it's just you're throwing seed for the birds out. Yeah, basically, it's not going to take hold. But how long did it take, do you think, after the Irma Delio did, uh, before it was back to everything was cool, animals kind of settled down, got back into a routine, stuff started growing right, and, you know, water the started animal, going away? Yeah, the animal side of it, I think that that didn't take very long at all. Um, now, as well, they far live as, in it, so it's a yeah, little different as, to think about. But. As far as the planning side of it goes, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm still not quite back to what we were wow and and so that's what these uh you know a lot of folks are going to be going through i know that we i mean it's a different take on uh the devastation that's going to be happening up there i know i started seeing some of the first shots this morning and uh you know you got your typical roofs going off and that kind of thing but i don't know what the loss of life count is but so far i've only heard four people Mm -hmm. and that is a that's a miracle if it's only I four heard that's people. why I was I've heard five. That's what I've been hearing. Yeah, the saddest one, of course, a mother and a and an infant that a tree fell on the house. How do you you know how do you plan for that? You know, I mean, that's just there's no way to do yeah. that. But um, I don't know if anybody has a lease up there in the Carolinas. If you do, I'd love to hear about it and love to hear how you're going to try to handle it. And uh, the problem is, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm you know I'm going to ask for callers and see if they'll they'll call in and give us a little heads up on you know if their brother in law or somebody's watching the property. But I'm figuring, you know what? If I had it and it's the weekend, well, even the guys they're probably all already on their way up there. One of the guys that was in our party at uh, hunted with me in New Mexico, Lance, the guy that worked for Flatwood Natives for a mm-hmm. while, and he's now he's in Wilmington. Their place is in Wilmington. Oh yeah, and he was flying. I mean, I dropped him off at the airport Saturday last Saturday morning, and they were flying right back into it, and thank god they've got away from it now the thing that they're worried about the most is with the water rising the way it is and everything else they have everything that they owned here is in storage up there and that's what their biggest fear is right now is the storage facility flooding yeah that's bad yeah because that'll hold it there's no light there's no windows there's no ventilation it's just gonna mold and rot and be oh man well i know it's gonna be a bad thing and uh i don't know I don't know a lot of people in my personal circle who are planning on heading up to the Carolinas to hunt this year, but uh, like I said, if you were going to go or you had the property or have a lease up there, uh, we'd love to hear about it and, if, and what reports you've got going on up there because well, with South all the Carolina, rain going on. South Carolina's going to get hit with a pretty good shot right in the shorts too from it. So. Oh, man. Well, it's all that rain and water. And, you know, it, if it gets over those mountains – 
all that stuff comes running downhill and everything mm-hmm. just goes rivers. Everything's going to be swelled up for a long period of time. But mm-hmm. uh, 888-404-1010, 888-404-1010. If you got a question or comment or, and uh, want to get in on the show, that's all good. You can do that. Uh, we are the Big and Wild, brought to you by Jiva, Feeding Outdoor. And, of course, Brandon Ford will be right back. Uh, Welcome back, everybody. It was the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden and Jonathan in the studio today. Aaron and crew. Sound like an old Teletubby. Uh, Hello. And uh, we're in the studio today (laughs) going over all the uh, craziness that abounds with the uh, hurricanes up in the um, hunting areas that a lot of our listeners get to go up to. I don't know how much it's going to affect Georgia. How much mm-hmm. rain they're probably going to get on the backside of it and all that kind of stuff. But oh, we're wet, dude. There's no. I'm sure it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be quite a while before things dry out, if you know what I mean. But yeah. uh, a little bit later on, we're going to be uh, talking in with a, a nice gentleman who's going to be uh, out at the uh, expo with us. I think uh, apparently he's going to be our neighbor uh, when we're out there at the uh, Florida Sportsman's Expo going on. Uh, Kelly Anderson of the uh, Fallen Outdoors Good people. Is, is going to uh, give us a call around uh, nine-ish or so. So we'll get to talk to him and see what things are going on out there and what they're planning on doing while they're out at the expo. And I uh, wanted to let everybody else know that there are a few more events that are going to be happening in the area uh, coming up pretty soon. So you can make plans for it. On uh, September uh, 20th, which is next week, uh, the 13th annual Plant City Barbecue Lunch is going to be happening out there. It uh, goes out to uh, help out the boys and girls clubs. If you want to get out there and go, uh, you can get tickets out online uh, or you can get them over the phone. They're only 10 bucks, and it goes out, like I said, to the Plant City Boys and Girls Clubs. Uh, I don't. They didn't tell me where it was going to be at. Do you know where it's got? You're a Plant City kid. Do you know where it's at? No, I'm trying to think. I wonder if it's going to be at the uh, Boys and Girls Club, which is, uh, oh, it's right downtown, two, uh, 102 North Palmer. Uh, it's going to be down there in the historic downtown area. No, 10-4. Downtown, downtown. So that's September 20th. It goes from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. at the train depot Yeah, at uh, 102 North Wayne, uh, North Palmer, historic downtown. That's easy to find. City. So uh, ten bucks, you can go out there and get a barbecue lunch, and then uh, know your ten bucks is going to go and help out the boys and girls club out there. And uh, the reason why we're mentioning it because a lot of our friends are out there sponsoring that thing, and uh, they're going to uh, don't they're, they're getting involved in it. So. Don't go ninety two because they got everything <coughs> closed down, redoing roads. Down by you, they got it closed down. In Plant City, they're redoing like I think half the roads in Plant City. <laughs> uh, you know, all of a sudden, they, you know why they did it now because there's not the tourist. Uh, time you know there's oh, of course there. uh, you don't want to disrupt anybody from canada and they've got to get re- they got to get it uh ready for the strawberry festival and all the other stuff and also coming up the 32nd annual dinner and auction the east hillsboro ducks unlimited it's going to be happening out there where as it always does at the plant city armory which is of course 4004 airport road right there in plant city florida Doors open up at 6 p.m. Dinner's at 7.30. It's all happening October 4th. That's on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. Can you make it? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Thursday, 
And let's see if this can sweeten the pot. <clears throat> there are going to be numerous coolers given away, be auctioned away, raffle items and uh, door prizes, all that kind of stuff, all support to uh, help the wetlands and habitats. Guns of the year this year, a Browning uh, A5 Sweet 16 shotgun, a Kimber M84 bolt-action rifle, a Kimber 1911, and uh, a two-tone pistol, a mystery cooler raffle, plus favorite D wall and guns, and much more. The wall of guns. So uh, get your tickets. You can go to uh, Ducks Unlimited online. You can go to ducks.org. And then you just click on your particular state, and it'll say events in Florida, and it'll tell you. And you can probably even order tickets right then and there. But uh, if you really need to call to anybody, uh, Rich Wheeler is out there, and uh, Wayne, uh, what's his name, Tassler, mm-hmm. Wayne Tassler, they're going to be out there hosting this dealio. But it's happening Thursday, October 4th, Plant City Armory, out there on uh, Airport Road, 6 and when o'clock. When they say wall of guns? It is a wall, wall of, of guns. guns. Yeah. It's the East Hillsboro Ducks Unlimited 32nd Annual Dinner and Auction. Always a good time. Kid-friendly, uh, family-friendly, mama-friendly, everybody-friendly. It's going to be a good time. And if you would like to go out and maybe win yourself a nice, brand-new, shiny firearm, dola or rifle or shotgun, get on don't out say there. It, don't say it's one of those pink pistols or my wife will be there and, you know, full bore. Pink the hottest selling thing, man, everybody's going for that Tiffany blue. Yeah. A Tiffany blue. Oh, I'm sorry. It's one, aqua, well, see, to me, it's more of an aqua blue. One manufacturer calls it, uh, it's not, what do they call it? Robin's egg blue. Okay. R-E-B is what it stands for. Robin's egg blue. And then another manufacturer who, who produces one calls it Tiffany blue. It's blue. Well, it's the same darn color, but you know, it's, Tiffany, yeah, it's Tiffany blue. Everybody knows Tiff, right? Aaron, help me out. You're of, of the other persuasion, you know? Absolutely. I know what you're saying when, as soon as you said Tiffany blue. <laughs> you did. Now, Absolutely. if I'd have said Robin's egg blue, do you know what I'm that so is? Pr- yeah, I, I, d- I wouldn't. I would just like assume it was like a candy color, maybe a blue. I'm, or... I'm so proud of you. Why? If you, you're Aaron, you're the other persuasion. We... <laughs> well, so, yeah, she's. That's, she... that's very PC for you. I'm very Absolutely. proud. Yeah. Well, you so I just said, yo, you're broad, so you would probably know this answer. Well, what That's up what with I was that? expecting. Hey, yo, Chiquita. Hey, you, you know what's Robin? Chicky you know a difference? Chick. You know a difference between Robin's egg blue and uh, yeah, exactly. Tiffany blue? Yeah, I'm not so much of a girl's girl, but I do know a little bit about colors. And as soon as you said Tiffany blue, I knew. Yeah. It doesn't matter how much of a female you are, you always know more about color than we do. <laughs> yeah, ours is ours is. We do because everything is blue. Everything it's blue. Everything is brown, or it's, it's yeah. gray, or it's just, just a different shade of red. What color is that? It's red. No, that's no, salmon. This cup it's is red. This cup is black. It's no, mauve. actually, it's more of a midnight black. Yeah. yeah. And if you if you're a flat really, black. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> yeah. You know, I love that one. Thank you. That's a pink shirt. No, this is coral. What? It's pink. All yeah. right? It's pink. So, like I said, you know more about it than we do. So, it doesn't matter. What I don't know about that now. I have a wife and two daughters. So, yeah. Well, yeah, you probably know a little bit more about it than I do. I'm but, exposed. But I, I'm not. I'm saying that uh, pink doesn't seem to be very much of a hot color when it comes to firearms. It does when it comes to bows. Oh, you'd be wrong. It does when it comes to uh, maybe a long gun, but uh, uh, handguns. The uh, pink, really, truthfully, the pink camo and the pink stuff like that has taken kind of a nosedive for us. Well, my daughter was not a big fan of the pink one. She did like Muddy Girl. 
because yeah. it has all the favorite colors. Yeah, it has exactly. Purple, pink, and the uh, purple. The purple. How did we get on this? Um, I don't even know. What is it? The purple. Here we go. The green. The what green? They have like an OD green. We like prime. They have the OD green bows and stuff like that. Oh, the, that kind of a that fluorescent-y kind of green. No, it's a just like like a, on that screen, like right a there? forest green kind of color. And it's See, they. It's green. I definitely think since the pink first started, you know, becoming popular. I think after that, they they just decided, hey, let's let's we, we've got more than just pink oh, they do yeah, the accessories. Yeah. But it's funny. They overloaded uh, the the hunting industry with pink. Yeah, they really I, did. Yeah, One uh, about a, about a year or two ago, it started. Oh my gosh! And it was like they were making. Yeah, we have uh, them in pink. Okay, give me twelve. <laughs> and, and it got uh, overwhelming. It really did. Now you got bubblegum pink. Uh, you know they come. Uh, and oh, then they've they got wonder so many why they charge like twelve dollars more for the ladies' razors that are pink. Well, but they, <laughs> oh, yeah. they uh, seriously with us, and I know y'all have seen it probably at G five and everything else too. Now, if you show a girl something in pink, they get offended. They get mad. Oh. They're like, uh, oh, what? Because I'm a girl, girl like I have pink. Oh, yeah, it's, it's gotta, whoa, oh, it's automatically got to be pink. Put your nails down. It's oh, yeah. okay. So now you have to be like, okay, we have we have other colors available. Yeah. If that's of your persuasion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we just, I just go. Which one do you like? <laughs> like there that. you go. Yeah. I like that Tiffany blue. Mm-hmm. Good choice. I know you said Tiffany, but this is Smith, and it's they call it Robin's egg. Blue. Robin's egg. It's blue, the same. All right, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, I think we have one pink. We have one pink cricket. Yeah. Rifle, and that's because there is that girl who, or boy, whatever, that would want that color. But you know what? This year, I did notice that they're selling more pink hunting vests. Yeah, you know, which I wanted to ask Nick about that because in the state of Florida, it says there has to be so many square inches of orange. It specifically says mm-hmm. hunter's orange. But now they're coming out with fluorescent pink, yes. or, uh, you know, pink vests, which actually you can pick up a thousand times faster in the woods Why than you, you can th- on orange. Well, and that's like I try to joke with guys. Uh, Fred Eichler's a guy I know, you know, and has killed all 28 North American big game animals with a recurve, you know. And his fletching colors of choice are pink and white. Because you'll always find that arrow. Yep. You will, and it's the truth. And the blood shows up better on the pink than it does on white. Really? Yes. Yes, it does. You think it's that way on purpose? I don't know. Because girls are better shots than guys? I don't know. Okay. Take a break. We're going to take a break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors, brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And Brandon Ford. Go by and see him today. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're truck, truck, trucking along here. I was just downloading the pictures from uh, Bill George, uh, GMB Gator That's Gear. That's a little bit better Gator than we thought. Yeah, and now the other shot that we just got, the photograph that we have is uh, down the side of the picture. boat. That's eight plus. Yeah, it's a, it's a good size little Gator. I'll put them up on our Facebook page so that you can take a look at them yourself, and they're just not Mrs. Prime. Lopez, welcome. She did uh, She did a great job and uh, got herself a big old fat gator. It's all good. Uh, next weekend, I wanted to remind everybody that we will be broadcasting live out at G5 Feeding Outdoors. It's the one-year anniversary, and we would invite you to come on out. It's going to be a great day uh, filled with fun, frivolity, and friends. I just made that part up. But it'll be uh, it'll be a good time had by all. Uh Mark uh, Stepak, 
is going to be coming. Jonathan and I have known him for years. He's a, mm-hmm. a great rep, uh, has got uh, many, 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 many millions of miles under his belt uh, with uh, all kinds of products and stuff and services. But he's going to be out there engraving Benchmade knives. So if you have one, you've already purchased it, you're already a proud Benchmade owner, you may bring it out there and have it engraved. It could be a birth date, serial number, something, something sweet to yourself or Whatever evil name you've given your knife, you can have it put on the blade. That way, if it, zipper. If that way, if it gets lost or or borrowed by somebody that never brings it back, you know that it's always there with your names on it. But uh, also, the uh, loophole pro staff is going to be out there. They're going to be mounting in, uh, bore sighting rifles and scopes for anybody who goes out and buys uh, a rifle out there, or maybe picks up one of those brand new Tikas. We got good deals on them going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shimano Pro Staff's going to be out there answering questions about reels and rods and uh, all kinds of fishing stuff. And uh, uh, the Fire Disc Rep is going to be out there cooking up, whipping up some uh, some recipes and some things out there on the Fire Disc and give you. If you've looked Show at you them, how to make some vittles. If you looked at them and you're like, man, I'm not sure how to use this thing. I'm not really uh, up on it. I can bring one of them things in here. We cook everything from flapjacks to sausage to eggs to... Yeah, man. Those things are awesome. And, uh, you know, they got a tailgate version and they got the big, you know, backyard version. Yes. It's like the green egg. You know, you got the little apartment version and you got the double XL. I mean, you know, you can put a whole quarter of an elk on that thing just about as long as you take the hoods off of it and the shank. I'll take that. I'll, I'll take that challenge. I will too. I could probably, I can get it in there somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, GMB Gator Gear, uh, our good friend Bill George and George, the G and Gs, they'll yeah. be out there. Uh, he's going to actually be out there with us broadcasting live to take Jonathan's seat because Jonathan will be out in the woods up in Bluntstown. Got some first time hog yep. hunters. Going to be out uh, shooting some uh, some piney wood rooters up there. But uh, Glenn uh, and I will be there hopefully. If we don't get too much rain in between, I think Carlos said he's going to show up, and uh, I don't know who else. You know, everybody's Glenn invited. just might come floating in like Moses, the way he's been lately here with all the water. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Or Noah, one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it'll be a good time had by all, and we invite you to come on by. It's happening next weekend out at G Five Feed Outdoors over in Plant City. It's right there on Highway ninety two, just a little bit uh, west of Plant City. Uh, away it's from the construction, yeah, away from the construction. If you go up to North, get uh, off on branch Forbes. Yeah. Get off on branch Forbes. So when you get to uh, 92, take a left and literally it's right there. Quarter of a mile down the road. So look for right the there. big bronze elk or, or my truck. It's right out front. It'll either. Yeah. Either or I, you'd be surprised. So many people said, man, I saw your truck parked in the parking lot. G5. What were you buying? I was like, dude, I'm there. I'm, 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 I'm helping Bill there. out. I'm helping Bill out. And he's like, what? Man, let's come and see. Uh, (laughs) It's rare that I actually get an email or I get something on Facebook that I look at and I literally say, man, this is something I'd really probably like to do. The only other times that I've ever done that. uh, You've got to prerequisite that by saying who you got this from. I got it from Toby. Toby Benoit, who's who's a good friend of the show, a great author. Writer, uh, you know, he's a, a, a great guy, hunter, fisherman. Sitting with a recurve in the blind this morning. Dude, did you see that big old hog you got? Oh, yeah. Like a week ago? Oh, I yeah. mean, whacked that thing with oh, a yeah. traditional, man. Zippity doodah. Big old red hog. Oh, yeah. Still waiting for some slices of that, but I guess I'm not going to get any. <laughs> uh, anyway, there's only been two other ones in my life that I've ever really actually 
applied for. One was Survivor when it first came out because they wanted me to do a radio stunt. They, of course, they wanted the morning show involved in it. And there were some, every morning show across the United States of America put one guy in there to try to get them on. And somehow or another, Brad Culpepper makes it, but I don't. <laughs> that dude, it's okay. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> yeah. Let it go. Why, Why did uh, I do that to myself? So, uh, anyway. And the other one was uh, when we applied, and I can't believe we won the audition, was when we got invited out to California to shoot the uh, gun golf uh, a pilot. Me, Glenn, and I had to rope my little brother Neil into it because he's a good shooter. Uh, Bart's not a bad shooter, but Neil's better. I'm just have to admit. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> actually, Bart's better at long range. Neil's better at, at snap and quick. So I didn't know what was going I wanted some of each. You know what I'm saying? I'm good at long range. Neil's good at quick. And Glenn's kind of like the in-betweener. You know, he can do anything you throw up in the sky. Yeah, he can adapt. So uh, that was the only two that I ever did. But then Toby sends me this email. And this is supposed to be coming up here pretty soon. It's it's something that we used to do down at Billy's Swamp Safari years ago. It was called the Sportsman's Challenge. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. The Sportsman's Challenge. This is going to be happening on October 2nd from 9 a.m. all the way through. Get this now. From 9 a.m. on October 12th. Ready, Aaron? Get your stuff packed. Get ready. To October 14th at 5 p.m. Now, you ask yourself, what kind of event is happening out there from the 12th to the 14th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m.? You ready? That's the ultimate sportsman. Challenge. It's the ultimate sportsman tournament. Sunday, Sunday. I'm sorry. I was hoping that Aaron Wait. would be ready with the crowd noise and the you know. As sorry, long as it's I not got a, in, sorry, I got into it a little too not, much. As long as it's not a. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, let me go ahead and just read you the email. You ready? <clears throat> I'll do my best radio thing. <coughs> Welcome to the Outdoors Unlimited Tournament, presented by Bass Pro Shop. This tournament incorporates hunting, fishing, foraging skills while promoting conservation and field-to-table stability. That is foraging. Yeah, that's what I said, foraging. <laughs> what do you think, I'm forging? It's not, you know, forging fire. <laughs> I'm just... Raise money for the military and first responder families and feed orphan children while showcasing your skills as an outdoorsman. Two-man teams will spend a weekend hunting, fishing, and finding wild edibles... There are a minimum and maximum weight requirements due to be mailed out to all registered teams. If teams max out in both fish and wild game, the overall winning team will be determined by points earned in foraging. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Is that the weight of the team or the weight of what they get? I guess you're allowed to kill or take so much weight out of the forest. So I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm just reading what you're telling me. I'm just, I'm just reading the opening and closing ceremonies will take place at the Gilcrest Club in Trenton, Florida, which is a fabulous facility, by the mm-hmm. way. Went there for a gator hunt one time, deer hunted there a couple of times. It's really beautiful. Harvest will be donated to the Heart of Florida Youth Ranch. Wait a second. So I have to donate any of my hog meat and stuff when I get in there? I, I should have read ahead. Okay, now I feel bad because it's for feeding orphan children. Trust me when I say this, you will you're doing a good service. Hundred percent rewarded. Hundred percent of the proceeds raised benefits military and first responder families through the nonprofit at Tin Can dot Inc. I've never heard of them, but uh I guess we'll see. But anyway, it's the 
Outdoors Ultimate Tournament. And that just sounds like something that I would actually have fun doing. Two teams. You're out there for basically the whole weekend. Okay, it's Outdoors Ultimate Outdoors. I mean, how could you not put those two words together and it not be cool? Outdoorsman's Ultimate Tournament. Out. Get it? Out. Yeah. The Out Tournament. Yeah. Presented by blah, 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 blah. So uh, it's going (laughs) to be a good time. (laughs) So if you're interested in putting a team together, uh, you can go find it out on Facebook. You can go there. And uh, get the information. Just go type in the Outdoorsman's Ultimate Tournament. It's October 12th through the 14th, 2018. Skills tested will be hunting, fishing, and foraging. Now, here's what I'm got, I got to ask. It's got to be happening. It has to happen on Gilcrest property. I mean, it's a huge ranch. I don't know how many square miles or acreage that is up there. Do you know? Of any a other? lot. I know it's really huge, and it's up in North Florida, Gilcrest County, uh, Gilcrest up in Taylor County, which is not too far from where you are, really. You're mm-hmm. you're to the le- left? West. Of Taylor? Yeah, west. Yes. That'd be left. Yeah. What? The- is that my foraging music? <laughs> Grab a mushroom. Get that heart of palm. Grab some of them palmetto bears. Hurry up. <laughs> Find some musket on grapes. Get some grapes. Grab that cactus. Okay. Got two of them oh snails. Oh my gosh! Just stop. <laughs> or is this just my rollout music? Is that what it is? Shake your. Oh, it is. I'm sorry. That means we have to take a break. We'll give you more info as it comes in, or if I keep reading. It is a big and wild outdoors. Brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. Hit the button. Do it now. Hit it. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Uh, Braden and Jonathan, Aaron and crew inside the studio today. Jonathan over there laughing at some uh, video. And I, Have you not seen that one already? It's done by Studio C, the actors from Studio C. Oh, yeah. Do you ever watch BYU? No. Do you ever BYU channel at all? Do you have that on your cable? I don't think so. It's the uh, the Mormon channel. You never watch BYU? They got oh. some pretty good programming. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. But okay. the, it's the uh, video that everybody's seeing so going around on Facebook where he almost died. Mm-hmm. And he's the uh, goalie in soccer, and he catches he everything, everything with, with his, his face. face. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. Uh, before the break, we were talking about this outdoors uh, outdoorsman's ultimate tournament. It's coming up on October twelfth, going all the way through the fourteenth. So it's an entire weekend uh, happening up at the Gilcrest Club up in Trenton, Florida. If you're interested in doing it, you can go uh, get more information on uh, Facebook, or you can actually go. To either the Gilcrest Club, uh, you can type that in. You can you know search that or the Outdoorsman's Ultimate Tournament. And I, you know I was looking at the uh, one of the things where they you know they were saying that uh, who the money's going to go to uh, you know for charity events and stuff like that. One of them was Tin Can uh, Incorporated, which is a charity organization. I didn't know, but it's one here in in, in Florida. It's a Newberry. Up in Newberry, Florida, it's a faith and family-based nonprofit for military and first responder families, building communities and families through nature, which is a really good deal. And, of course, any of those times that we have those things, we always encourage you to participate mm-hmm. in that and help them out anyway. It doesn't matter if it's Black Dagger, uh, Military Hunt Club, if it's uh, Wounded Warriors in Action, you know, those kinds of things like that. And coming up at 9 o'clock, we're going to actually have uh, Kelly Anderson, who's going to be calling in from the uh, the Fallen Outdoors, and that's an organization that does kind of the same thing when it comes to families, mm-hmm. first responders and soldiers getting them back out in the woods. 
because we've we've heard from Dave Winters and others how much that actually helps somebody who may be suffering from PSD. Oh yeah, and uh, that kind of stuff, and the families, you know, because they have to go through it too. So to get out there where it's quiet and no distractions, and basically you're living the simple life for as long as you stay out there, you know, yep. you get to sleep in. It's quiet, no phones, no noise. Get a little breakfast in you. Go spend the day with your family out in the woods or with your friends. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's hunting, if it's fishing, if it's just bird watching. I know Dave Dave Winters with uh, Black Dagger said, you know, it's not all about hunting. There are guys that are out there that just want to go right around. Mm-hmm. Just get me out. Just get them out in the woods. You know what? Just get me out. Get me out. Let me go walk around. Let me go out in the woods. And then, you know, if I get out there and go, wow, that's a big old buck. Oh, next time I come back, I'd like to go do some deer hunting or something. You know what it's like spending an entire day out in the woods? Yeah. You come back so refreshed and relaxed, it's not even funny. Even yeah. if you're not doing anything. My friends and I, when when I was a lot younger, it was nothing for us to just pile into vehicles and go up to Citrus Management Area and spend the day walking around the woods looking for caves. That's all we would do. We, you know, we, we talk to a ranger and he'd go, go down, tram this, go down that road, go down and walk about 130 yards. You'll see a little, you know, whatever, and you'll find it and go. And we'd spend the day out there just hunting around looking for caves. Yep. You come back exhausted, but you come back refreshed, refreshed and renewed. Well, it's jokingly, I said this to my wife when I got home the other day, I was back five minutes and I was ready to load them up in the truck and leave and go back <laughs> to New Mexico. Well, I, you know, I saw some of your posts out there from, from New Mexico and, um, you know, we all like to see, you know, your success. We'd like to see, you know, if you got a mule deer or an elk or any of that stuff, yep. but a lot of the pictures that you posted were like, you know, some days it's best not to do anything. And just the picture of the countryside and you, you know, you could picture yourself sitting there going, dude, that must be so nice to be there and just like hang out. Spit on the ground. But it's Go just, pee behind the truck, you know, and not have to worry about nothing. You know what I mean? It's just it's, did do it's that. Nice. Um, <laughs> but, saying. I mean, that's, you know, it's – I tell this to people that – or people have asked me about the trip when we were just out there, you know, and me doing the guiding thing now. You try to, you try to take care of the clients and everything else. And my – my life, I guess you could say right now, revolves around hunting in the outdoors. And like you said, it's just nice to get out there and just do nothing. Unwind. And listen. <laughs> well, I will say this, that uh, it can be stressful as a guide and a hunter, as you know. Yeah. Uh, it can be stressful when Unless you, have, you go with Bill George. When you have couples involved. When there's a yeah. husband and wife team, sometimes it gets competitive or, you know, uh, things from no. home get brought up and things like that. But I can tell you one couple that works hand in hand and together this morning. They actually worked as a team and got a nice little alligator. Good morning, Carlos. Are you there? Hey. What's going on, man? Hey, congratulations. Does it go to you or does it go to your beautiful wife, Marisol? Uh, it's, I mean, you know, it's a team effort, man. You know, every she was there, part of a hunt. You know, she's never been part of a hunt in how long? 32 years, babe? Thirty-two long years. So, ba- so, so basically, it was <laughs> Bill George saying, "Carlos, sit down, be quiet, Marisol, yeah. you do this." Yeah. We uh, always do all the work. <laughs> uh, you know, th- this time I, you know, she got to watch me do some stuff, and you know, she she was part of a part of a hunt. I mean, 
to me, that's amazing because of all these years, she's never come out, and today she did, and we were successful. No, it, it, it was a quick hunt. Was never invited. Oh, oh, here we go. Well, see now. See, this is what I, this is what I was talking about when well, couples welcome are hunting to Big together. Welcome to Big and Wild, Doctor Phil portion of the show. I'm just saying that. Uh, <laughs> oh God, not Doctor Phil. Oh. Well, now this oh. I, I don't know if you heard it, but you know up there at the Gilcrest Club, and you uh, you've heard of that place, Carlos, and your wife would love that place. I mean, the lodge up there is beautiful and it's pretty. But if you you and her went up there and teamed up on the ultimate outdoor tournament. Uh, together, it would be two days of uh, hunting, fishing, and foraging and living out in the woods. Now, do you think she would go for that? Uh, I don't know. That might turn into manhunt with her chasing Carlos. I don't know. I don't know. Two days in the woods? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It was a quick hunt, boys. Was, I don't know about you know? that. <laughs> it was, it was... Maybe. I, I could do it. I grew up in Washington Heights. Uh, okay. All right. I could do it. Yeah, well, uh, it, it would be a lot quieter out and there. I've than lived it... with Carlos. I've lived with Carlos for almost twenty-five years, so we're good. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that's why that I I have I have a reservation at the right right hand of God. Yeah, she's uh, a special woman. Just uh, up there with you know, like Susie and <laughs> just <laughs> you, you guys know. Yeah. Uh, guys hey, we're know. staying. We're we staying no picnic either. Yeah, we're staying out of it, so it's yeah. all good. We're just we're we're wanting to hear about the hunt. So how yeah. big how big was this gator? Because when we got the first picture, it was kind of an, a long picture of it in the boat, and we were like, "Wow, that looks what is that? Like six or seven footer? What do you think?" And mm-hmm. he's like, "I don't know." And then when we saw the side view, it looks a lot bigger than six or seven feet. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a nine footer. Yep, you know. There you so, go. Looks like a bit. Looks like it was a big female. So, uh, yeah, I had to check. Yeah, we made her uh, sex it. So, um, you know, she she got up in there. No problem. I was like, don't put your whole hand in. Just put your finger. But uh, she got, she took care of it. If a gynecologist can do it, why can't I? Okay. There we go. Yeah, well, I understand. It's, it's, this just took a bad turn. Well, you know. Uh, uh, you know it's, it's the proper terminology, but... Uh, no, the, the whole the whole experience, you know, and, and to share it with her was was amazing. You know, Bill and and uh, George, they're, they're amazing at what they do, taking out first time oh people. Oh my God, they're fantastic. You know, um, and uh, it, it was just something for me. I'm I'm really proud, and it's something I've, I've wanted for so many years, and finally we got to do it. So now I think she's hooked. She may. She may apply for her own tags or get a, a trapper's license to actually um, do some of the killing and, and, and the other stuff that's on board. The icky stuff, you know? Oh, the icky there you stuff go. The, best part. the mess of success. <laughs> so she's not squeamish at all. Nope. There you go. So did, uh, did uh, Marcel, did you get to do the dispatch or did somebody else uh, handle the uh, the big boomer? No, my, my man did it. Yeah. Oh, well, that's. I did a good harpoon job today, too. It took Bill quite a while to get that thing out. I harpooned like Jonathan. So You put your weight you know? into it? I'm just... Yeah, you know, <laughs> big boys club, man. You know, plus, I don't want to get razzed by Bill. No, well, that's true. Hey, wait you know? a minute. That's that's going to happen either way, so who cares? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I've, I've, I've done it tentatively once or twice, and I've heard it. For, I still hear about it, so, you know. <laughs> I try to drive it. I try to drive it home. But, there you uh, go. Marisol really, really loved it. Tell I loved it. It was better than Leather Night at the Lopez's. Oh, 
Lord. What is that? Jonathan, it took another turn. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to stay away yeah, from it. You never know what's going to come out of my mouth. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I know. <laughs> are, are you done? I mean, are you tagged out or are you going to try to go out? I mean, how many tags do you have left? Are, are you one uh, and done? Or what's uh, yeah, I'm tagged out. My first tag I gave to uh, my daughter's boyfriend, Brian Morrison, and right. he took a uh, 10-3. So that was on uh, when I had my second phase. You know, the first week that it was open for me, we went out and we got it done. And uh, he took a hell of a trophy, let me tell you, a big male. That's nice. So, there you go. Well, I, I know we're that. We're out. Well, now what are you going to do with this one? Is she going to get it, uh, make a nice uh, gun holster? Or what, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to sell the hide or keep the meat? Or what are you going to do? Yeah, we're going now to, we're, we're actually, I'm following Bill and George and we're, driving to the processor right now very nice there so you we're, go. Just gonna, we're just gonna sell it because i still have some meat from last year and i have a i have a hide from last year so we're good with that well it sounds like you guys had a great water because you guys were done at what seven thirty? yeah pretty much um we got on the water just before 6 a.m well that's not Bill bad was already there in the water we we got there around 5 45 um, 10 to 6, and we jumped in the boat and just went. Very nice. Well, you got her done in an hour and a half. Well, congratulations, Sweet. you too, man. Thanks for calling the show. We got to take a quick break, but we'll see you next weekend. Uh, you're going to come by G5, aren't you, and hang out with us? No, we're actually having a garage sale. Okay, so thanks I for calling. I'll see you later. Okay, bye bye. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it. <laughs> I'll call you. I'll call you next week. Uh, right. You know what? Nice. Leave him at home, and you can come visit. You will we'll hang out with us all day. You can hang out with us. Oh, you'll have so much more fun. I, I, I guarantee it. All right, well, guys, have fun and enjoy your alligator meat. And I'm glad. Congratulations again, Marcel, for your uh, big old gator. Good job, girl. All right, we'll see you guys. We're going to take a fast break. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. We'll be out there broadcasting live next weekend, so come by and see us. And we're brought to you by the great and fabulous folks who are torturing uh, Jonathan with pictures of brand-new Dooley F-250s. Yeah. Brandon Ford, we'll be back.